This week I had a visitor, a priest from Uganda named Father Christopher. We have a mutual friend in Old Forge, and I had the privilege of hosting them for a short visit over a cup of coffee on Thursday. And I learned three things from Father Christopher. First, that his Central African country is very, very beautiful. Secondly, that Uganda's government is very, very corrupt. And thirdly, that the people of his parish are very, very faithful. Uganda, to hear Father Christopher tell it, is blessed with many natural resources and beauties. Their mountains soar into the clouds, come to find out, three times as high as Mount Marcy. And their Lake Victoria is the largest of all tropical lakes in the world. So our lakes seemed like ponds to him, and in his words, our mountains kind of looked like kid mountains. But those resources, sadly, have been badly managed. The government is exploiting the resources with the help of China. And the rich government officials just keep getting richer as the poor people, of course, get poorer. They can't pay for gasoline. Tell me if that sounds familiar, but not four or five dollars a gallon, but twenty dollars a gallon. They can't fix the leak of their church roofs. Tell me if that sounds familiar, but not with collections of three or four thousand a week, but of thirty or forty dollars a week. As we were visiting at the on the front porch, he was not very inconspicuously looking over at not one but two man lifts going up to the roof line trying to take care of things here at St. Mary's. But, but, despite all that, and despite being divided by upwards of 60 languages, 6-0, I asked for clarification. There's so many refugees in his part of northern Uganda that there's such division in language, but unity in worship. For each Sunday, they, at their little parish, like here at St. Mary's, they have three masses. But unlike at St. Mary's, they have a smaller church, and one that is filled with more than four times what we have here right now. Each of the three masses, over 400 people. Some people walking upwards of 10 miles to be able to worship. I, I wanted to experience the beauty that Father Christopher talked about. I wanted to go and fix the corruption around him. And honestly, I, I wanted to go and give him a, a new big church or at least fix his roof. And then I prayed with the gospel. The rich man the one who had that bountiful harvest the Lord tells us about in his parable, and who then speaks to himself. That's very important. He speaks to himself and listens to himself and then dies by himself after knocking down his old barns and building new ones. This week, the church gives us an opportunity to look at our relationship with money and materialism and what the mission of the church is. Noteworthily, we have a, a special collection to support the missions here. 
We are invited to do so by listening to this gospel and listening to what not to do from this parable. We learn how not to seek wisdom. How do we seek wisdom when we come to this holy place? How do we seek wisdom in the rest of our lives? Hopefully first by listening to God, by listening to his word and in the silence of our hearts. We pray, but we also talk to one another. We seek wisdom from wise people. Not the rich man of the parable, he spoke to himself. And then, of course, when we come here, we strive to be generous. It's not just for practical reasons that we take up a collection at every Mass, but so that we have some skin in the game. We are generous not primarily to support the poor, though we need to do that, but, but also for ourselves. As Archbishop Shapu famously said, if we're not generous to the poor, we'll go to hell. Look to Matthew 25 for the origin of that point. Now, it doesn't mean we have to give to every charity out there, and, but we do have to give. And not just when we find a charity that perfectly aligns with our values. So often, always, really, every charity is run by human people. And so it is that there's sin and sinners involved. We saw this this past week so clearly as Pope Francis was up in Canada this week, reminding us yet again of the human failures, yes, even in the Holy Church. Nevertheless, generosity is not an option. The rich man in the parable not only accumulated great wealth, there's nothing wrong with that, but forgot about God and about others, even knocking down the old barns, because who could possibly use those? Not me. And when he did so, just try, strove to care for himself. And finally, finally the gospel reminds us of our last breath. The old adage, you can't take it with you. Or in other words, there's no trailer on a hearse and there's no pockets in a coffin. We have an end goal. And the person who dies with the most toys is not the winner. The rich man, his life was taken from him on that day. Not because he was not generous, but because that was his day. And each of us will have our last as well. And so we flip it around. As we come here to this altar and pray for our beloved dead, we acknowledge also our own mortality. We come here and we acknowledge that we must be generous. And we're inspired to do so through prayer, and good conversation. That's what the missionaries are all about when they're on their game and why we support them. Not to seek what they can get of the beauty and natural resources around them. Not primarily fixing the, the corruption in the business and political world around them, but first and foremost proclaiming the good news of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When I have that on straight, it occurs to me that what we 
what we can give to the missions, what I can give personally to the missions, like the, the parish there of Father Christopher in Uganda, it might be much less than what we can get from them. <laughs>